day job. Let's go. Look at me, Damien. The black is dying. From the front time. Blade job episode nine, episode nine. So we're almost hitting the ten episode. That's you know, that's we've made the almost hit the big ten. So yeah. it seems like it's been a long time, but I really guess it really hasn't been that long. I mean, it's been two studios. houses. I mean, two studios we recorded in. That's true. Well, studio, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> okay, so this is probably the most steady studio we've had. Is this the latest we've recorded yeah. to? This is pretty. You know, nice. I don't know. I think we recorded later before. All right, well, this episode we're going to be talking about Necronomicon, Book of the Dead, from 1993. It's our first anthology movie. We're, we're uh, up, not, I guess I want to call it an upgrade, but we are transitioning. Something to, new. It's something new for us, for sure. It's also... A, I, it's I actually something old for us. And the first, the first iteration of I mean, Blade Job, we attempted new, I mean, a... We've all seen an anthology movie, so no, it's right, right. new for I any mean, of us. No, no, it's new for the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't... Blade Job, it's new. And I don't know if we'll cover many more. Right, I mean, they're not so, exactly, a, you know, a super common thing, so. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that, but then first we're going to be talking about some wrestling. Uh, we we all had a little blade job field trip <sighs> to NXT. Is it, so, How? what is the official name? Is it just NXT? NXT, it, yeah. yeah. It was like an NXT, NXT live show. NXT yeah. like live. house show. That was a nice blade job field trip. My first time to a wrestling event, so we'll talk about that. We're actually going to be talking about that first, I think, right? Anyway, yeah. We can go into that first, so. I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, as always, if you like what we do, comment, or I guess a little more, review us on iTunes, and or, I guess, can you review on Stitcher? And, no. Uh, I don't think so. So, I guess review on iTunes, so that'd be I great. I believe so. Um, and, yeah, that'd be great. So, do that. Tell your friends. I'm sure you've got friends who like horror movies and wrestling. I mean, that's pretty widespread, so yeah. please do that. Um, Your weird like friends. <laughs> well, I feel <laughs> Even, like over time it's getting more and more mainstream. You know? It really is. I, I actually weird. talked about wrestling at work the other day with coworkers. That's go. that shows you how crazy wrestling is right now. People yeah. like pay attention to it. Well, I mean, you, you, wrestling is big because <laughs> hold on, I don't think normal people pay attention to it. I'm not saying they pay attention, but people know about it. I think more normal than than usual. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. WrestleMania is obviously huge, so... Maybe the whole football fucking national anthem thing, people are trying to find something else to watch. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> They're just going anyway. on fucking Raw. <coughs> so let's talk about that. Our first... Uh, well, I guess it wasn't our first play job outing, but, you know, our first one... But it was your first wrestling event, right. so, like, off the cuff, just, like, raw thoughts on it. I had a good time. It was fun. I, I think it's it's more easy to get into when it's obviously a big crowd of people. Because it was, I mean, it was, it was at, you know, a, a local venue, and listen, it wasn't a, a huge venue, but I thought it was, you know, yeah. turn out. I mean, I, I'll tell you right off the bat, I wish we had better seats, I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. you have to cop up the dough for that, so fair, fair. Um, but I had a good time with it. Like I said, I think it's it's more fun to have a group of, you know, people all getting into it, you know, than kind of like watching on TV, you know. Yeah. Were um, you yelling? Did you chant? What was your favorite? Did you chant at all? Well, I don't know the chance. Well, did you just? I I can get into. I can you know. I can cheer on and all that. I don't know the chance, you know. So. Okay. I couldn't really adapt. I I, I don't have the personality to get into things and chant and all that. So I just kind of yeah. Much more quiet. Your second show. Your second show. You'll be yelling. Like for the one you talked. You'll be bitching at the ref. If you're drinking too. Yeah, that's true. I ended up paying nine helps. bucks for a freaking tall, you know, tall yeah, boy. Dude, six dollars that Red Bull fucking still. Yeah, exactly. So if we could like get sloshed beforehand or something, that might be hard to do. But 
Um, I can get into it for sure. So overall, though, I had a good time. I liked it a lot. I want to go to the one that you talked about. With the um, Oh, the Luchador the one? Luchador one, yeah. Yeah, we fun. should go to that. That's And that's pretty cheap. That's like a, And that's like a really interesting show where it's like... Like this, not the... If this was a house show, but like the, the Lucha show has like no meeting, like no backstory. Not that this had a ton of backstory it's and stuff. Entertainment event. Yeah, it's literally just to get people in a bar local wrestlers in masks, and like that you come out, you know who you're cheering, you know who you're hating, like right off the bat, mm-hmm. and like and that's just the way it is, and okay. it's fun stuff. I like that. Um, so yeah, we, I guess we can kind of get into exactly what happened at our local NXT match. Well, I guess yeah. So, um, yeah. did you, so, uh, first of all, did you have, like, just refreshing the list here, is there anything that stuck out to you? Or uh, both of you, uh, anybody? Uh, see, I barely remember the first one, I guess, because that was okay. early on. Um, like, the name Forgotten Sons doesn't even you know, ring a bell to me. They were, yeah. Heavy machinery, for absolutely, but I don't, so I guess, can you give her a quick rundown of what, yeah. You know, so, uh, the first match, so it opened with Heavy Machinery, so a tag match, Heavy Machinery, Forgotten Sons. Heavy Machinery's kind of, uh, if you watch NXT Weekly, like, you'll know them. They're kind of like a mid, mid, like, being mid-card on NXT, like, I don't know, it seems kind of like a bullshit thing, but, like, they're pretty, like, well-loved and stuff, and, um, Forgotten Sons, yeah, it's kind of their fucking name, like, who, right, um, so, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Heavy Machinery won. Um, after that was Dakota Kai and Aaliyah. Um, oh, that, was, that, was yeah. a, that was a fun match. Yeah, like that, match. that was that a was good match. Like, I'm not a Dakota Kai fan. We talked about this before. No, she's she kind of like a knockoff yeah. Bailey on the main roster. Yeah, and she's fucking annoying. Too, uh, what's the word? Annoying? Just yeah. like like happy for no reason. Yeah, like, it seems like, a, like I never liked that character though. I mean, I, especially when you're going up against like the girl who's just like a cocky bad bitch. Like right. I'd much rather fuck with her. Yeah, yeah. She like seemed too like uppity, not uppity, but too like too much pep in her step. She seemed like she was faking how, you know. Yeah, that's like that's like they're like shitty characters. Like yeah. they're super friendly, always happy. Like the fan favorite, like the goody two shoes. Yeah. Like oh my god, like let's have fun and fucking win. Yeah, I think the tryhard yeah. like, the tryhard babyface I think is hard to really get people to buy into. I mean, maybe like the most like successful one of Kids our era is like Daniel Bryan, kind of pulled off the whole you know happy yeah. babyface like tryhard and you can do it. So like it's it's a it's a super hard gimmick to pull off. I don't know like I feel like I mean this is probably just like us people our age, but I think baby faces should just be fucking like cool. Like I think if Drew McIntyre turned yeah, baby face tomorrow and just was like cool and like quiet, like that'd be hype. Yeah, but like usually being cool means like being an asshole. No, but you could be like look at someone like uh, I can see Drew McIntyre being like a nice guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, you, you just look—he looks badass. You don't have I don't to be mean, nice. Like, I don't say he looks like cool to be. I don't. Yeah. I don't like how you can be like. I don't know. I feel like being being know. my idea of cool is like. I think like he's like stone cold cool. Like fuck authority. Right, like, right, right. Or like be an asshole. That's funny. That's cool. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of like a cool baby face though. I feel like it comes off as cringy always. Like imagine like it dep- It has to be done really, really well. How did they come out. Wait, I'm gonna be cool. Like they come out in, like a leather fucking jacket and like I don't know. That's just like weird. I like look like Ronda. I would yeah, say but, that's a cool baby face or attempting to be a cool baby. But face. she doesn't like act like a baby face though. Yeah, unless you put Twizzlers around her. 
Anybody oh god, those fucking commercials are so awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're, we're talking about fucking NXT here, though. We'll, we'll... I mean, I'll, I'll, I, I was I was kind of bummed that Dakota. I mean, I don't. You know, obviously this is my first time, so I don't have any preferences. Yeah. I was kind of bummed that Dakota Kai beat Aaliyah. Yeah, see. a good heel. I mean, she she does like she did the yeah. thing where she took her jacket off and was like gonna throw it to the guy in the first then row, then just dropped it, it and like yeah, she knows how to get the heat. Yeah. And, like Did we watch? We watched NXT. Like their most whatever like one of the most recent ones last yeah, week. Yeah, probably think, last. Yeah. I think she. I think Dakota got lost on that show. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And that was probably taped. I don't think those aren't live. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah. It was yeah. A while ago, but. But. So yeah, I don't know. I kind of thought maybe they were just gonna like rerun that shit, but that was nice that it was new that she won. I guess yeah. so it was kind of cool, but fuck her at the same time. Yeah. It was an interesting match. Um. Moving on to a cool baby face though. Yeah. Tyler Breeze showing up. Yeah, I don't remember cool. Tyler. Well, maybe he came out with like the boots, like the fluffy boots, oh, and he was yes. he was doing a bunch of flipping stuff. He fought Mister Clean. Yeah, he's fought yeah. the big ball <laughs> guy, like the Dan knockoff Dan Stone Dan Cold. Dan, 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 Dan. Yeah. Yeah, look up uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, there were a lot of like "Who are you?" chants at Dan Mantha. That's right. Okay. But yeah, Tyler Breeze, that was cool. Like, um, he's been doing like a ton of like, because he's. In Brizongo, typically on NXT. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. I remember that now. Yeah. How do you forget that? I mean, and, like, he's been just, like, doing NXT stuff. He's still been doing SmackDown stuff. Like, he's been doing, like, everything. He's been, like, super, saying well, super and shit. And his face is hurt, so, like, the whole yeah. Fashion Files thing, they've kind of been put on hold, I guess. So he's been, like, really just, like, going back. And he was really sick in NXT when he started there. So it was cool to see him come back. It was, he got, like, a huge baby face, like, reaction and... And he won. Um, yeah, and he won. And Dan Mantha, he was a big boy. He was a big, yeah, like... Yeah, he's funny, but, like... Yeah, he, he'll probably be... I mean, like, you have to remember, too, like, a lot of these guys are just out of developmental and, like, classes and stuff. Like, and, and really the show that we saw, other than, like, some of the main card that we'll get into, a lot of these guys are true, like, WWE Performance Center people. It's like, not Dan Mantha, it's Dan Mantha. Oh, what? I'm sorry. Is it wrong on the outline? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I very much remember. I remember Dan Mathe because he was an absolute freaking unit, dude. The dude is. Yeah, he was big. Yeah. And then it came, and then, okay, so then the next one, it came out, there was this guy, maybe this guy came out, like, Marcel Barthel, and he was, like, doing this dumb mic gimmick, where he was, like, gonna talk and not talk, and then Lars Sullivan came out and just whooped that ass. Wait, wait, I don't think that was even a match, though, I don't think that was the match. No, he came out and just, like, interrupted it, because then Gargano came out after that, and that that was their match. He just came out and just fucked this guy up. Yeah, he was just like, alright, you're done, just get the fuck out of here, yeah. Yeah, so he just, like, beat the shit out of him. He was a heel in my eyes as he made piss me off. I'm like, all right, like the the, yeah. the, the, the joke has been made yeah. in the past. Oh my lord! You can tell yeah. he was kind of like hoity-toity, snotty, like yeah. you know. Yeah. He wanted everyone to fucking shut up so he could talk, and then he just never would talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it was been on so long. I was like, yeah. all right, someone needs to kick this guy's ass. And I mean, he's doing his job. So. Yep. And then Lars yeah. came out, threw him out, beat the hell out of him, and then. Pretty quickly, if I remember. Yeah, that. and then Gargano's music hit, and then he came out. And bell rang and oh yeah you got disqualified yeah so but yeah then that match went on for a while it was a pretty good match and but yeah Lars went on to DQ himself hitting Gargano with a chair outside but yeah, it was a bummer <laughs> I want yeah. to see more of that I remember that yeah and Lars is like I think he'll be he'll be good he's gonna be kind of like a, he's kind of like a brawn where people like he's yeah. like a heel he's just like a but fucking like people like him. 
But they boo him because they're supposed to boo him. He's like a gross version of Ryback. Yeah. (laughs) Ryback was pretty fucking gross. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I mean, like, Ryback's, like, fucking, like, in shape, like, muscle hamster. Yeah. Not that large isn't in shape, but he's just, like, he's got more of, like, that grown man dad body. Yeah. But he's also, like, big as fuck and strong as fuck. Yeah, he, like... Like, he's not, he hasn't got, like, the six-pack, you know? No, he's got, like, the, like, just, like, solid, like, gut muscle and, like, the big, like, chest muscle and, like, the huge traps. The keg. But like, it, I, like it, you, I'm sure you saw like live, like even if like there's a guy like like I like Lars Sullivan, and, like we'll get into it. Like I like uh, Champa, but like live, like you kind of like boo them because like booing them makes you part of like the show, mm-hmm. like in a weird way, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's so it's it's so weird. Like your mindset kind of changes live, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you can love someone, but then when you see them live, you boo them because I don't know. It's hard to explain. I was bummed that and he you was have disqualified. Yeah, because it was I'm like, all right, he breaks out the chair finally, and then it immediately gets disqualified. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. Well, they're not going to be doing crazy fucking. Like, yeah, they're not going to do hardcore matches, but. Okay. Well, I guess we have to go WrestleMania. Yeah, but then um, it went into uh, from there. We had uh, Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, who we will be covering at some point on the show. She's a fucking badass chick. And Nikki Cross, I know Steve. I was, Steve yeah. was all about Nikki Cross. I was into Nikki Cross. <laughs> Nikki Thicky out there. Yeah. Um, and Shayna Baszler, the old Cross. champ, and Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne is, I think, one of the. Uh, she's a babe. She's a babe. She's a real babe. But yeah, that and that ended with kind of like Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross won, but that ended in like a classic kind of like heel she, tag. Yeah. Like the heel tags start like fighting yeah, they each turn other because yeah. <laughs> like they're just you know. They don't, someone did something wrong in their eyes, and that's how that ended up happening. Um, but, you know, it was a good match. Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross, um, yeah, they were outside the ring a lot, and, um, like, I'm pretty sure almost everybody on there, other than maybe Shayna, is, like, an indie kind of darling, so. I'm pretty sure we're, who, it wasn't Nikki Cross that I was into, shit, it, was, it wasn't Candice LeRae. Well, it was Aaliyah. I know it was Aaliyah. Vanessa Bourne kind of has like a like a like a puffy fro almost, like a really yeah, curly a really head of hair. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't I think Nikki Cross was because she came out. She was like hitting. She was like grabbing the ropes, yeah, like I, Ultimate I, I Warrior really, and shit. I guess I really didn't care for that. It's because it was like, <laughs> oh, it's it was like I, I get the whole point. It's like a whole crazy cat. Now. Yeah, like, she's crazy, cat, like crazy. Right. You know, crazy cat. But I wasn't really into that, so. I have to do some more research on these girls to find out. Well, Candice LeRae will cover, I guarantee yeah. you, because she has a fucking blade job approved match. Wow. Okay. Down the line. Um, I, I do. I don't remember Champa, but I remember Donovan Dijakovic because people were trying to get his name right. No one could do it. You remember yeah. Champa? Champa came out beard? bald guy. He comes out to beard, no music. No music. Uh, okay. Champ. Yeah. He was a champ. He yeah, had the belt. Right. And he, uh... Oh, no, he was when it came out, his music was just booze. Yeah, yeah just yeah. booze. Yeah. Just booze. Which I think was pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. yeah, I, I think, mean, he... Honestly, I think that's probably, like, one of the best fucking, like, heel entrances ever. I think oh, he's yeah. probably he's one of the best so heels I, I like a heel like out can, there. I can, you know, embrace the hate. I mean, I guess, yeah. you know, I guess mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole point of the heel, but I like that he's, like, rolling. He's like, you know, my music is booze. I yeah. Like when he fucking... When he came out, when he, when he and What's-His-Face first fought... 
Gargano when they fought at I don't know what takeover uh, it was. I think it was, it was like, takeover. Um, it was supposed to be like if, if whoever lost like loses, they're like they're supposed to be done. Like yeah, it was like a loser leave town essentially, or like yeah. loser loses uh, their job. And that was yeah. like I never really, like I I watch I see here and there, but like I follow names. I never really saw like Champa if he always walked out without fucking music like that when he when he split ways. I don't know. But that was the first time I've ever seen it. And like it was like a pay per view crowd. It wasn't like in our mm-hmm. little house. And it's like I mean the whole crowd is just chanting "fuck you, Champa!" Like yeah. in unison. There's like fucking whatever, like twenty thousand people were ever watching. Yeah, it, it was so crazy. That was like the craziest fucking heel thing I've ever seen. Yeah, coming out to no music is so it's so badass. It's badass. It's, it's like it's, a power it's perfect for him. Yeah, and he just fucking feeds yep, off it. I remember this guy. Really yeah, well. and that's like one of the things. I mean, when he turned, I mean, like they built they they fed into that storyline so hard about how. Champa and Gargano were such like best friends. They were best men in each other's weddings. Yeah. Like so, when that turn came, I mean, that was like, I don't want to say it's like up there with like the fucking Marty Sean turn, but I mean, like, I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. And yeah, probably not. You know, well, that's why I think. I mean, I, I still think they they, should, they were. I think they'd still be good together as heels. I think that Gargano's gonna go heel at some that's point, why I hope, I and like they're gonna happen. be like a yeah, because that's the next. Because you can't. I don't think you can make Champa face again, like, <laughs> or at least for a they, long I feel like time. You can't keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have to. Someone has to join sides, and I feel like yeah. Champa's too good as a heel. He wouldn't like go back. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like. Dry wrestling's gotta come over to the dark side. Yeah. Did did he have the beard for us, Champa? Yeah, he's okay. had the beard since. Beard he's had the beard for a while. It's a huge beard. It's good looking. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like when he he turned on Gargano, who was the one who took the chair shot from Lars, mm-hmm. and like, like what we were saying, like Shawn Michaels, like, I mean, it's like it's a classic wrestling, I guess, like trope. You know the the babyface uh, tag team heel turn, right. where one turns on the other. So it's a very time-honored tradition, and it's a great way to, like, instantly catapult a heel and, you know, catapult a babyface as well. So, I mean, they've been riding that for almost a year now, the two of yeah. them. Um, and I don't know if I... I mean, they're not feuding anymore, but, I mean, Champa's still, like, on fire, and I don't know what... I, and I just hate Johnny Organo, so I don't give a fuck. Fuck yeah. him. Let Champa be the fucking... Yeah. Let him be in the fucking headlines. I'm cool with him running the show. That was a lengthy one, too. Yeah, that was a long... I mean, that technically, that was, like... But the other guy put on a good show. I didn't know who the yeah. fuck he was. He got a standing ovation. He got standing O. And I, I didn't really know who he was, either. But he was good. Um, he's, he like, a big guy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, was, he was athletic as shit. He was for a big, big dude. dude. Well, so was Champa. He's... Yeah. Stacked. Well, yeah, but I mean, this guy was like tall. Yeah, Champa's probably only. Champa's maybe six foot. Probably a little longer. Yeah, this guy was like 6'5. He did some crazy Um, shit. Yeah, Donovan. He did some rope fucking things. Did Jakovic. I don't know how to say that. Jakovic. I don't don't follow enough like indie wrestling. Yeah, I don't really know him that well. But yeah, he did well. He got a good um, response. And yeah, he was pretty hype. Um, Yeah, I mean, like the match went a long time. And Champa, you know, was. You know, she, you know, he's pulling the mat away and like yeah. hitting him on no like one the ever, hard no floor one ever and hit stuff. On that either. No, but I mean, Champa was trying to like you know play dirty, and this guy kept up, so that was cool. Um, and then so the main event. I'm, so I guess I would I always say the main events the fucking title match, but I guess you know this came after, and this yeah. was just kind of like he a also for knew, fun he match. Champa wasn't gonna lose that. Though. No, right. And then you know this was just like a for fun match with uh, Ricochet. Who is kind of like I mean he's been on fire since the um, since he debuted at that ladder match earlier. 
um, War Raiders, who are probably gonna, you know, be the next tag team champions coming up here. It's gonna be crazy. You think Undisputed Era? They're gonna go from having all three to having no belts soon. Uh, to yeah. go back for a second, Heavy oh. Machinery—they they were round fat boys, right? Yeah, okay, they're they're that. cool. They just they're cool that. dudes. Yeah, yeah well, the one guy—I think his name's like Otis. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But he's like the big guy with the blonde hair. He he always does the sky too hotty worm finish, which it's, it's is those are the fun. guys who would shake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. in the yeah. now. That was fun. yeah. 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 The chant was stakes and weights. Yep. They're like just kind of big yep. like meatheads, okay. but they're like goofy. They're not really like yeah, mean. Yeah, fun. That was a good <laughs> yeah. match to watch. Like yeah, it was that. a good opening match. It was a good, like they got the crowd hype and like they're um, they're like crowd favorites. Um. But yeah, so Rickish. So the the main event was this was a was a um, three man tag match. So Ricochet came out with War Raiders, and Ricochet had like the paint on and stuff. Yeah, and that was kind of cool. And then now I know people um, were hoping for Velveteen Dream right to show up. Yes, everyone likes him. But I mean, he's a super crowd favorite. Was that kind of an actual possibility, or I mean, I, I mean, I didn't think so. I mean, I knew he was. So he's from like the DC area, and I think it was his birthday. Oh, and I, so I think I mean I know he was back home for like a promotion back in his hometown, so I don't know if that was a birthday thing. I don't know if that's just something he wanted to do anyways. But he was I think on the East Coast, um, this whole weekend. I mean I had seen tweet I had seen his like Instagram and stuff about that. So I wasn't I would have been nice to see him. It would have been cool. Um, you know it would have been nice to see EC3. I know he was on the tour. Um, oh yeah, he didn't come out. Oh yeah, I know people were hoping for that too. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, the, the main event, you know, like I said, Ricochet War Raiders, a.k.a. War Machine from Ring of Honor, um, fought Undisputed Era, so that's, you know, Adam Cole, who's, like, freaking on top of the world, and um, Roderick Strong, and I think Kyle O'Reilly. I, I get the yeah, other two mixed up. Yeah, it's not Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish is the guy with yeah. the mustache who's hurt. So, in the Undisputed Era, like, so that they're kind of like an, kind of maybe like a modern-day NWO? If I was going to compare it to something like they're, they're like a faction, I guess a heel they, faction they that fucks that with same everything. Attitude, yeah. yeah, I mean, Kyle O'Reilly comes out playing the fucking belt like Hulk Hogan and shit. Yeah. So like they kind of like we're the best and we yeah. know it. You know, they're cocky, but I mean they're fucking. The they're cockiest. all they're so good at what they do. They're really good, um, and that was a really good match. That was just like a squash three man tag. Everybody got their big spots in. Yeah. A lot of Adam Cole babies. But I think well, we're gonna like. I mean. So Adam Cole lost to Ricochet, lost the belt. Yeah. So I think obviously they're gonna. Have, that's probably gonna have a rematch at some point. Yeah. And then I'm assuming you know the fucking War Raiders are the next. They're gonna come they're for the, the next big thing. So, yeah. yeah they came and fucked with them after they won their last at the last takeover. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if you even see uh, War Raiders Undisputed Era and the. What are they called? Are they called British Strong Style or Mustache Mountain? Mustache Mountain. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see like a three way. With them at, at uh, whatever the next takeover would be. Maybe Survivor Series? They should do it in fucking, uh, whatchamacallit? A the, War Games? Yeah. That'd be, like, how do the War Games work? Yeah, I guess, well. You just have, like, three tags. Yeah, there are three, three tag tags. Teams, just, like, yeah. free for all. Yeah, and they'd have to, like, build each team out. I don't know. Cause they, what, I, I don't know what the exact rules of I think war you can games do, like, I think two, there's two, like two. two, two, yeah. But I think sometimes it's like eight on eight. I don't know. It's fucking. You just trapped the cages together. Yeah, well, but, I don't think there's like. I think there's only three. Like, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like two teams. I think it's like it's kind of like it's a like group. It's like everyone for themselves, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. They, maybe they could bring in like a fourth like underdog tag team. Yeah, have like two v two v two v two. Yeah, I think anything that's in this that structure can be considered a war games, no matter how you break it up. So they could yeah, just in two figure it out. Ones. Yeah. So, so that was pretty much that was the event. We pretty much went yeah. through all the oh, matches. Oh yeah, no, Ricochet and them won. Oh yeah, and Ricochet and yeah, War Raiders yeah. won. I was gonna say, did Ricky, was was he probably the highest tier wrestler there? I think. I'd say Champ. Well, well I mean, Champ is like the champ. Okay? Yeah. And so he's like the fucking Roman Reigns right now. He's holding the title. Okay. Yeah. So um, I mean, as for crowd pull and like fan bonerism yeah. I would say Ricochet and Adam Cole that's what I would say I'd say that that main event was pretty much ticked I think everybody's boxes of like indie yeah. wrestlers former Undisputed Era is like they have a big draw yeah. major fan favorites yeah I mean, so, so Ricochet on the other side is fucking yeah and War Machine was like the tag champs forever in Ring of Honor. Yeah. So I mean, they have a lot. It was of... good all around, and like I said, I think it, it fit it happened to work perfectly with like the storylines, you know. What yeah. I mean? So. But yeah, I would say like Ricochet and Adam Cole are probably like, like Champa. They're both. I don't even think Champa does Champa even have merch. Yeah, <laughs> no, he does. Yeah, he does. I'd buy a fucking black archer. But like, you know, I, I think like Ricochet and Adam Cole are probably your two biggest money makers for the company at the moment. And yeah, they're, they're both great. huge indie like Adam Cole has so much indie we'll probably cover Adam Cole at some point because he was part of PWG for so long and you know, they have no fucking rules and Ricochet being like the um debut champ at Luch Underground. So yeah, I mean he's they're they're legit. So yeah, it was a fun game. I liked that a lot. Yeah, it was interesting. It was like a weird like five o'clock show. It was doors on a three. Like we came out, it was still light out. Yeah, it was weird. It was like it was like from like five to eight or something. Yeah, it was interesting. Almost right across the street from the Sonics, we got shakes after. Yeah, I got a shake and they fucked it up, so that kind of pissed me off. They didn't fuck up mine. Mine was so good. I was it was good. Oh no, okay, that was the one downside. Speaking of glorious, no Keith Lee. Oh yeah, we didn't get the bask in his glory. I was bummed. I was bummed. Yeah, because I was watching the Instagram and like I saw him at the night before. I I knew he was on the tour. Yeah. And I knew EC3 was on the tour. That would be cool. He probably could have. I think he could have fucked up uh, the guy that Ty Breeze fought. Yeah, yeah, he could have come. I mean, he could have come out and like um, beat up Marcel Barthel, the guy that Lars Sullivan beat up. I don't know if he would like bum rush a guy though. No, but he could. But if that guy's being like a dick heel, he could have come out and just like cut him off and then given him the, you know. He could have promoted his ass right now. Yeah, I don't know if I've heard of, like a Keith Lee promo yet. Did Larson had come back later on the night? I could swear I saw. So he came out and beat up the guy, and then he actually—I think he like did. Leave. Did he leave and come back for the Gargano? No, 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 he, he just stayed, he stayed out there. He stayed in the ring. Yeah, and Gargano just came. Because that really wasn't a match between him and Marcel Burrell or whatever. Yeah, he just he like, just shut up. Way, he threw him out, and then Gargano's music came out. And okay, I was gonna say I knew I saw him twice at some point. Yeah, no, okay. he he was there. Yeah, no, I'm not like I'm not a huge on Gargano. I mean, I. I respect what he's done, but like I don't know, he, his gimmick doesn't is kind of getting old too. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. I think it's cringy. The whole like fucking uh, oh my god! I just thought of it. What is that? There's like a fucking little cartoon. Is it oh, it's like a boy? winking eye. No, 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 no. no. A it's like a eye? fucking cartoon that he reminds me of. Um, it was it was a, it turned into a game. I was called Rocket Boy. I don't know. Rocket. Got like fucking like red boots. 
He's Astro got, Boy. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what that is. He just reminds me of like, like a cheesy fucking like anime the, the kid that's like, I can do anything. Yeah. yeah he comes out to fucking like yeah like sleeping with seconds or whatever. Yeah, is that what? Like, it sounds like a weird like pop like, punk like post like uh, parade yeah like metalcore like <laughs> with like the really like poppy like clean singing. Yeah, I don't know. Which I like. I mean, but I feel like that, that's kind of like babies for me. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Is the you know, metalcore. The music tastes of. Well, I mean, that, I don't know. I think I I started liking that music from that thing. So yeah, I mean, it all it all has a warm spot. It's like heart weirdly too, nostalgic. It's just cringy as fuck, and I don't like him because of that. Yeah. yeah. Like it's hit or miss, and it's definitely a miss on that. It's just yeah. not. It's not meant to. His character's not meant to appeal to like. No, his character. A fucking like mid to late twenty year old adult man. No, you his character. People, I think, just appreciate him, and that's why a lot of yeah. people like, like him. You know. I appreciate him. I won't. I don't think. I, I think I cheered for yeah. Lars. I think I had the Lars is gonna kill you chant. Yeah. But I. I, I, I want to see anyone die. Yeah. But so. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's like good guy character. Just I could give a fuck about. Yeah. So. Yeah, NXT. I mean, probably the best show you're gonna see for thirty bucks. Yeah, well, or get your. I mean, you, you can see shows for cheaper than that, but it's not gonna be that good of quality. I guarantee you. No. I mean, for the it's probably the most bang for your buck. What we saw. It fit the venue well too. I thought they was pretty. Yeah, yeah I, I would be surprised if that's the last. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the last time they do that there. You think so? And they get up to a something. I don't know what would be bigger, but. I think that they would go somewhere a little bigger. I feel like they usually do it in, like, a hall. Yeah, selling out in 30 minutes. Or like, put it that's in, like, insane. Financial. Like, put it in, like, a fucking yeah. like, show place. Put it in a place that can hold, like, you know, 1,200, 2,000 people instead of whatever this was. You know, this probably holds... Yeah, that sold out so fast. I was yeah. kind of surprised that they didn't just, like, switch venues. I'm so, I would be surprised. If, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to a bigger venue next if time they go. If we still had Joe Lewis, would be perfect, I think, for that. Because it's not as big as the LCA or... Well, but here's yeah. the thing is that they do their... They do their takeover pay-per-views like in an actual arena yeah. and I think it does really well I don't know if yeah. it sells but out I, but, it like, like, but their normal live shows won't bring in like 10,000 people no you know but it will definitely bring in more than like 500 and I don't even like if take so like if takeover if, if uh like for SummerSlam if SummerSlam's at Barclays I don't think takeover's at Barclays is it I think I it's think at it another is. venue oh, I'm pretty is. sure it is but I think they just like you know they, they, they play all the light with all the lights down Oh, so yeah. you don't really see the crowd. I'm pretty sure it's in the same thing. So That's they just true. have the stage illuminated? Well, yeah, so, like, well, they kind of did it to us, but it's just, it's a smaller venue. But, like, they always have, they shut out the lights around the ring. So, yeah. like, everything, when you watch it on TV, it's mainly, like, dark. Yeah. No. That's you how... can hear the crowd chants, but, like, yeah. really just the ring is lit up on its own. That makes sense. But I'm pretty sure it's in, like... Maybe it is. But I, but... I want to say it was, because the last pay-per-view, it was, like, fucking, it was, the, the arena was huge. Yeah. So at least they did like an actual. Yeah, it might have been different, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I, they might. I I know that they don't. I know that they you, they can sell out like a. They can probably sell out like a Joe Lewis size. They could probably sell out like a LCA size, but yeah, so, I mean, yeah, maybe. You know, I, um, well, I don't know. Like, I don't I think they sell out LCA. For like a takeover, maybe. Like a if, if they had like a takeover, maybe. I don't know, but I think that they, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to a bigger venue next time. I don't know what what it would be. Yeah, I don't know what that could be. I'm sure that there's that like, be, like little... they could do it in like Cobo Hall. Like yeah. Hall. Like, how about like Pine Knob? No, I wouldn't say that. Cobo Hall because they do indie, like, they do like, indie shows at Cobo. They don't have to so. do it at like a music theater though. You know what I mean? But yeah. it'd have to do it at a spot that's like big enough to where it's not like you're not going to like the fucking Imperial or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's they're not gonna, gonna do it in an actual bingo. No, it's either it's either gonna be like in Novi 
Yeah. Maybe at like Copyware. Maybe. You know, he used like to run that. some stuff there. Yeah. Or it'd be like at like downtown somewhere. It'd be like at a well known spot. Yeah. But I think they could do it like a hall. Dan Gilbert builds that soccer stadium. Exactly. That indoor soccer field. Is he doing that? I don't know. I think that was like talks about it like a couple yeah, years back. Yeah, they're probably not doing shit. But, but yeah. Well, they didn't get a bid for the team, I don't think. No. They didn't the bid. Of course. But, you know. Could have been for fucking XFL, just dude. Just wait until, until uh, Overlord <laughs> Amazon. Don't invest in XFL. So, wait until Overlord Amazon builds this thing here and they can probably do something about that. Yeah. Get here eventually. Wait until we get our Amazon butt plugs That's all right. dialed in. Ready to go. <laughs> yeah. So, Overlord, yeah. NXT, I mean, watch it. It's probably some of the best shit out there. Go to a show if it comes to your city. The live, like we can attest, the live shows are way worth your money. Support wrestling and all they do on their bodies for you. Yes, <laughs> their sweaty bodies. Are my they do their it's bodies. still re- it's that was it real, Steve? Was it real to you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. God damn, it was real. <laughs> I mean, look, hold on, parts of it for sure, for sure. It's a lot of it's very real. Uh, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. Of, I have a video of like at the end when like. Uh, Johnny Ariana was like super kicking the fuck out of Lars Sullivan. Yeah, totally just whiffing on a couple of them. <laughs> I mean, the punching and kicking, I'm like, yeah, but there's some there's some connect- connections you can yeah. make as far back as yeah. like, I mean, I was like. Say, say what you want, you can't fake a chair shot. No, exactly. still yeah. a metal chair. That kind of stuff. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't fl- you can't really fake like a moonsault. I mean, you have to actually be able to do a flip yeah, yeah, and land still, on someone. Like, for anyone who doesn't know, you know, there's still just like fucking like wooden planks under the ring, yeah. and then it's just like a fucking like thin mat on top. Yeah, there's like. Maybe two it's inches of like foam. Yeah. Natty, I don't even know if it's, it's foam. It's like it's the mat, like hard. it's like a you gym know? mat. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> like, like if, if you're if you're moving the body, it's real, but the whole punching thing is not. I mean, like, oh yeah, like when they're in the fucking corner, just like yeah, yeah that's obviously you know, it's like almost <laughs> cringy, yeah. but. Obviously, the slams and all that. Yeah. Take that, so. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, what we cover on this show, you know, that's why sometimes you got to blade. Because you're not really punching them. You really got to make it look like you got punched. But sometimes you got to give a little blade ski in there to, you know, show the fans how much that punch hurt. Exactly. I want Yeah. Because, you know, the guy punches you like this, and you got to go, oh, shit. Blade real hard. So, yeah, next next episode we'll be back to our, you know, typical Blade blade job programming. We'll cover some of the bloodier matches of the past, but um, I guess, yeah, quick, quick thought, we're, we're covering this right before Hell in a Cell. If you want a bloody match, just go watch, like, any, honestly, any Triple H match. Like, before 2006, if he's in a Hell in a Cell, he will be bloody as shit, so. That's my, that's my... Blade job approved man. You blade, you're like, oh shit. Uh, Terry Funk never passed yeah. out. Uh, I don't think. I don't think exactly. they can. You look like old videos of like the original Sheik, and his like head it looks like it's like wrinkly from all. Like Abdul the Butcher too. Their heads oh, yeah, is like just scarred. Scarred. Ah. Like that's probably blading too much. A lot of guys. Oh yeah, a lot yeah, of guys. Br- Bruiser Brody. A lot of those seventies guys. Just, like torn apart from just yeah. like fucking chair shots. Just yeah. Dead on their fucking forehead <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. All those like old seventies eighties guys were head just fucked up for. Did right? you guys see that video going around a couple days ago? I guess yesterday, but this like high school. I think it's, a, I think it's like like a middle school football. But the coach is having these two kids just run head first, colliding for like a drill. Head like head like, on, like head, head on. on. Like, you can hear the, the, the two helmets Why? Collide. 
Well, that's the thing. No one knows. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's fucking these kids up, obviously. Well, yeah. I feel like this well, guy's like a weird, like, serial killer almost. Well, it's he's like, like <laughs> more, I feel like it's a, Yeah, he wants to see the kids, like, grow up paralyzed. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, like, like <laughs> causing up outrage just because it's well, just wrong. this kid just go and just collide. Like, okay, in football, they do do that drill, right, where you're just, like, it's just basically, like, line on line. You just, yeah. Like, you, you just yeah. start on a line but and just, like, go each other. But have to find you're not ramming your fucking just, helmets. It's like jousting, but only you just have to hit your head. It's awful. Yeah. Those two kids are just running. They just collide. And then, I guess one kid just, like, lays there for a while. Yeah. And that's, like, the drill. And these people are, like, someone recording. Yeah, everyone pisses on them. Well, it's fuck awful. that. Parents, yeah. don't let your kids play football. Let them be pro wrestlers. It's much safer. Honestly, don't let your kids play Football. Yeah, period. Yeah. Then it went viral then, like yesterday or two days ago. I don't know if anything happened, but it was awful to watch. Just poor kids just colliding. So, anyway, that was just a little fun, interesting, fun, yeah, hilarious <laughs> fun side note. Uh, CTE, man, it's good. It's a CTE. Yeah, it's a CTE. Yeah. Speaking about CTE and brain injuries <laughs> and madness, yeah. let's, let's, talk, let's, talk a little, let's talk a little Lovecraft. The, the, yeah. king, of, the king of madness. So yeah, we decided to kind of go a different route this time and go for an anthology horror movie. And uh, now, I know I'm spoiling it by telling you my thoughts immediately, but this might be my personal favorite that we've done so far. Really? I, 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 I Well, okay, it, it, I'm giving my thoughts too early here because we really haven't talked about it at all, but... I uh, it took a while for it to you know get going, but mm-hmm. I think the last like half hour of it kind of uh, you know saved itself for me. So I'm thinking that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not my favorite. Not it's favorite. not my favorite either, but I mean I do <laughs> like it. Actually, what is that? It's like, you know, I, mean, I still think I guess like Slime City was probably like the okay. best. That's only because I like I knew so much about the movie, but never actually watched it. Yeah, it was like fun to sit down and watch. I know your favorite was the Night yeah. to Dismember, obviously. Well, that was, yeah, I love the Night to Yeah, because yeah, I spent I watched it so many times. I just it has to be my favorite, or like I feel like I just wasted so much of my time. Like I feel like I've just am in debt to that movie now. It was a mistake, just a complete mistake. Um, a lot of mistakes. So yeah. okay, uh, Necromon, now I can Book of the Dead. Obviously, you know, based off of I think three different, four different uh, Lovecraft. What, yeah. Would you call them novellas? I guess. I, mean, I think they're all they're actually all pretty short stories, except for the last one is based on Whisper Whisper in the Dark in Darkness, which is I would say a novella. I think it's like two thousand words, so it's like a little longer than a short story. I guess I mean when you have an a uh, uh, an anthology movie, obviously you you know they're not all going to be winners. I mean, they can be, but in, in this case, absolutely not. I mean, so I guess Eric, you tell us. A, it's funny, I always forget to introduce, what? but I think by now we know who we are. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, so, can you, like, can you give us, like, a brief outline of what, you know, happened? In the, in, in the first, in the first segment? Or just, just kind of shoot down, like, who, what happened throughout? Yeah, if, if you're, if we're able to, I guess. Okay. So. Broad sense of it. We'll do it. It'll be a collective effort. Okay. Yeah. We'll help you out. I, I'll just, I'll just, because I did. Just, okay, let's just start. So let's just start. The guy goes into a library. H.P. Lovecraft himself. Yeah. Goes into a library. Uh, played by Peter or not Peter? No, uh, Jeffrey Combs, who you might know from. Were you gonna say Peter who? I was gonna say Peter Lovecraft. <laughs> That's not either of their names. <laughs> um, but Jeffrey Combs, you know, so I mean, he's most famously known for Lovecraft movies. Most famously, The Reanimator, which is like, you know, uh, 
Pop. I've never seen, by the way. I really should. That's a good one. We should. We could probably cover it. We walked with a bunch of people one night. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I was. I got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Omar was there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was this? It was like Emily and Dylan were there. Yeah. We got high. Yeah. yeah, it was. I remember like being weird. kind of like scared at times. Like I like was getting like a little paranoid watching it. Yeah, it, it, it took on a new meaning. It took on a new meaning that night. But yeah, let's go on. But yeah, so re- so okay. love. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Reanimator is what um, uh, Combs is known for, but also um, Brian. Yuzuna? Yuzuna? Um, he's like, you know, famous director who also right. has very... I don't know if I'm going to say famous director. Well, okay, he produced... Famous producer. Produced Reanimator, produced From Beyond, uh, produced... Uh, or I think he directed uh, Society. Uh, you know, he's like a known guy in horror. Okay. You know, maybe not Deborah Hill level, but he's like, you know, he's a known dude. Um, so he's one of the directors of the segments, but so yeah, it opens with kind of this, like, I would call it like a runner kind of storyline of H.P. Lovecraft reading the book. Or... Yeah, I mean, obviously it just kind of sets up yeah. the surrounding narrative for right. the stories. I mean, it's not like that super So he, like, I guess. tricks some monks into getting to the book, and... Yeah, he, he like, steals some keys, yeah. goes to the secret Because he can't be just be reading the fucking Necronomicon. It's Clearly, so as we see in the end, like, you can't just read this thing because it, like, literally opens portals to hell and demons. So. His sneak skill is super high because he yeah. just wants to grabs it and it's like, how do you not... Yeah, it's on the front of the monk. Like, and, like... Head, basically hanging by his dick and he still just takes... Aren't monks supposed to be pretty, like... This monk had a nose they, ring, though. They see all Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can't really Hold on, I need to show them. you the picture. I need to show you... Untrustworthy monk. Because, like, monks, like, you know, the stereotype of a monk is pretty, like, observant, I would think, you know? And then, you know, if we're going off, like, D&D monks, I mean, they're very, like, sly. And they're the ones with the sleight of hand. They have the high intellect, for yeah. sure, and high agility, for sure. Do you guys think the monk looked like this guy? Let me see. Who is this guy? Are you going to tell us? Or just... Well, you don't know who Fuse YouTube is. Neither one of you. I don't know who he is. that a UFC fighter? No. Jesus Christ, is, no. is he a streamer? This is the fuck guy who's like went insane on YouTube. I was telling okay. you about this dude. And he does look like... Is he a shooter? Just, no, but he oh. honestly, like, he might as well be. Okay. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. No, I don't know. He's like, it's a long, it's a whole other fucking story. You ever want to do a YouTube fucking drama podcast? I'm down. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking down. Patreon. Patreon, Ryan YouTube drama <laughs> rants. Oh my God. Donate a dollar, anyway, you can get that. The monk looked yeah. like Fousey too, if you know who Fousey Tube is. Cost a dollar. So on the bottom of our website. <laughs> yeah. If you donate a dollar, I mean, I, you could pretty much request stuff. We'll, we'll just like, if he wants to talk about anything. You want used underwear? I can yeah. talk. We, we can talk about that. Can I'll start watching total. I'll start watching total divas and cover that if there's like if someone wants to. I, I, I kind of would want to watch like the Miz one. Oh, Miz. I watch it sometimes it's on after SmackDown sometimes, and like, I'll just catch like the beginning, and I'm like, this is fine, and then I fall asleep. I feel like he's just funny. I feel like all reality like, TV is like the exact same now. I just, well, I, it would be funny <laughs> to me to watch, because I feel like he would just like be the Miz on the show. Yeah, he kind and of And it'd is. be funny as fuck. Yeah. I think, and sadly, I think he is the Miz, really. He really is like the Miz. He is. <laughs> Anyways. So, The Drowned is the first... No, um, so the library... Yeah. So yeah. the library, that, that's the title he, of the wraparound segment. Yeah, and he, he gets the book, he locks himself in this room, and then so he the, starts the, decoding or writing, t- taking notes on the Necronomicon. Right, and so the first the first segment is called Drowned. Yes. And that's directed by Christoph Gans, who 
See, I did not realize that he directed the awful, uh, well, almost all, mostly awful Silent Hill movie. Yeah. I say mostly because of that one scene, the shot where, you, where the where Pyramid Head rips the girl's skin. Yeah. Uh, lean off. Pyramid Head has some cool scenes incredible. in that movie. Incredible. Pyramid Head kind of saved that movie. I mean, and I think some of the, like, uh, the um the shaky nurses were kind of, you know. I'm just pissed off that they don't see more Whoa, hold on, wait. Off. This guy also did Brotherhood of the Wolf? Yeah, dude. Hold the fuck on now. Who? That's a fucking movie. Christoph Gantz? Yeah, I didn't know any other movies that he had. What's Brotherhood of the Wolf? I've heard of it. I don't, I don't even know what that I, is. I remember this fucking, like, poster. you never seen this movie? No. You see that poster? I've never seen that poster. <laughs> The only movie that jumped off the screen at me was Silent Hill. I, yeah, no, I nothing guess, else jumped out. <laughs> I hear Silent Hill. The yeah, first thing was just skin ripping off, and I'm like obsessed. I love yeah. it so much. I don't watch the movie when I was Why else that happen in more horror movies, man? Mm. It did in this it, one. He has some skin rip off. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> it, it wasn't just. It didn't stop. End just that skin. No. Buddy. It was the whole, the whole corpse. But um, but the drowned is based on um the H.P. Lovecraft story, Rats in the Wall. Which, um, I actually went through and listened to some of these on audiobook today. And I'll do a quick, I'll do a quick plug for another podcast too, HP Lovecraft Literary Podcast. I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy for me to get it's, to it. It might not be easy to find, but I mean, man. I think they've locked everything behind the Patreon, so. I, I don't know, nah, Stitcher. They take, forget, take, if you have Stitcher. You donate to them to listen, give it to us and No, just download <laughs> Stitcher, listen Bless to them. You. But yeah, they have great, just pretty much audiobook reads of all Lovecraft stuff, and then they do a little, like, five-minute analysis on, like, what it was adep- adapted to and Damn, stuff that, like that. that. So, it's actually a pretty good podcast. And there's, like, yeah. literally 500 episodes, so, I mean, like, it's a little overbearing, but... No, but I listened to some of theirs to kind of catch up on some of these short stories, and Rats in the Wall is interesting, you know, it's about kind of very Lovecraftian, you know, the... make Yeah, you would, <laughs> as you would expect, you know. Guy uh, kills his family on accident, um, he, br- he gets the Necronomicon brought to him, he uses a spell in it to bring them back from the dead, kind of summons like a Cthulhu-type monster demon to inhabit his family. I will lie, it's very pet cemetery. Yeah. Except he doesn't bury them because he uses the freaking Necronomicon. Yeah. Isn't the Necronomicon kind of the same book in Evil Dead? Yeah, so people would like so like Necronomicon pe- using like a thumb. Yeah. And, and people would say that like Evil Dead technically is kinda like a uh uh Lovecraftian horror. Like and that's the thing, like we'll listening to this podcast, I mean, Lovecraft horror, like I mean, the stuff he wrote like stretches to almost all modern horror. Yeah. Like a lot of his writing. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, because you know, legacy. not that he like invented zombies and stuff. I mean, he was kind of writing a lot of this stuff along the lines of when like, you know, science fiction was just getting hot. So like, a lot of his ideas really. And I'll, I'll admit, sometimes I get that confused with Cryptonomicon, the Neil Stevenson mm, book. Yes, I do have that. I need to read that at some point. So the drown. I mean, what kind of the gory scenes in the drowned? It's just the body horror of the of the yeah. deceased brought to life. Yeah, and they kind of have this octopus. Yeah, it's an interesting mix because it's like, yeah, it's like almost like an octopus wearing their skin. It's weird because, like, you know, you got the tentacles coming out of the mouth, and it's not Mm -hmm. what you normally see when you think of, like, you know, uh, dead bodies coming to life, almost like, not not quite zombie, you know, it's not a zombie, but it's just a. No. And at the end, when the the inheritor um, tries to resurrect his wife, you actually find out that. Like, she's just kind of like an illusion, and she's part of this, like, 
tentacle monster thing. Yeah, the beast. It, it, it reminds of the you of, of the Abomination, funny enough. Yeah, and I, the Abomination, I mean, not... I mean, if, don't, if, don't make the abomination seem like more than an actual. No, no, I'm just saying, like again, like I mean, like it's not Lovecraftian, but it's it is in a way. Like, like it's almost, you could probably say anything is yeah is inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Far, for sure. You know, almost anything I that's like I just don't want to give horror. the abomination any more credit than we've already given it because it's I'm not okay. talking about that movie. Okay, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry I brought it up, but this is a fact. But there's a monster with big teeth in this movie that in the. But I mean, again, like. Um, going back to the like effects, like this was all pretty much practical effects, which is good pretty cool for sure. I like the because uh, I also it was very reminiscent of the face huggers too when they came. Yeah, because you know, it's like an octopus. It's the whole nine yards coming out of the mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it has that same kind of what do you call that? Like whipping, you know, sound effects. And yeah. the look of of the um, you know original. Even movie. like even in like the thing, like when the when the um, like when the chest opens up and all the like all the feelers are like. Right. Exactly. It's a, yeah. Like, it's like a. It's like the exact same sound effects yeah. as an alien. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, this. Is, I mean, I, does it? I don't remember. Does it end well? Is it he? They obviously try to kill him. Obviously, you know. Um, does he end up killing them, or does he... He kills he, the monster. Yeah, he lived. Remember, he, he climbs up the fucking chandelier, cuts the it. skylight, and then chandelier I fucking I, What was I doing during this particular scene? Because I told you... We were I, probably I, looking up a lot of, like, we, I saw that double shit. We that's right. That. We were talking about South Korean horror. I probably missed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, he, he cut oh, the yeah, chandelier. Yeah. It dropped under the monster's, like, eye. I think it was, like, right in his fucking eye. Yeah, it, like, and then pierced his fucking head. And then he, he climbed out. Missed it completely. Pretty much kind of a happy ending. Probably, actually, the happiest ending that we got. Well, the very... The, I guess, the, like, the you don't count love still, crap. He's still, you know, dead, and his family's dead. Oh, no, he's yeah. alive. Well, his family's but not. Cost, but they started dead, so it's like kind well, of no know, harm, no like, foul. Just like wipe a your happy ha- ending, but wipe, also a sad ending. Wipe your hands of it. But it wasn't a happy beginning. So was no. it a happy ending? Because those families still dead? Because he started with right. The that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of you're back to square one. So it's like you it know. wasn't a happy ending. It just didn't get any worse. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it got better because he didn't die. I, yeah, but, but his family's still dead. Yeah, it's just. It, his, really I mean, was, it's just his wife. It kind of just canceled the his whole family. thing out. You're right. It is right. So. But yeah, so then it, I think he dodged the ball in the end. He just, like you said, wipe your hands of it. And then yeah. Maybe he wanted, I mean, well, no, if he wanted to be dead, he'd probably just, like, ride the chandelier down. Like, fuck! <laughs> or he'd do, like, what is, remember the, the flashback where his uncle brought the, them back and then he summoned the monsters and he just killed himself. He's like, I can't handle this. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. Should have so. just killed himself. But he, I feel like that could have happened a lot in this movie that would have been better than any one of these stories. Someone could have just killed yeah. themselves. Yeah. Well, especially the, the last story. one. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So, my least favorite by far was The Cold. That's the next one. That was directed by, oh, good lord, Shusuke Kaneko. Yeah. That's based on the story Cool Air, which, boy, that sounds nice. And, and this one <laughs> yeah, reminds, kind of, this uh, one's uh, kind of like, great. This, this one's probably like, cool I'm not going to say like, uh, it, it's, it's it's similar to like Reanimator, almost. It, it feels like where you have the doctor with the, like a lot of like syringes, surgical stuff. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of yeah, like you, you would think Brian Yuzno would have directed that one because I mean I haven't seen the Reanimator. I know what it's about, so that does you know I that you know does I hate to use the phrase reminiscent many times, but it is very reminiscent of the uh, Reanimator. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it's, he did a good job with what we're gonna get to. It was wild. Yes. It was wild. I very much <laughs> but, agree. Um, cold, the, yeah, the cold is, is is based on is based on the short story Cool Air, 
And, and Cool Air and Rats in the Wall are, like, I would say, like, lesser-known um, H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, like, the, I, I had never heard of him before this. And um, this is essentially a guy who was dead and, like, is using spinal fluid to keep, like, can reanimate himself and stay alive. But he also is, like, he's, like, he needs to keep his apartment cold so he doesn't, like, melt. And you, when you mean cold, you mean, like, bury yourself in ice. I mean, people were, like, yourself. you can see their breath in it, it's so, like, it's that cold. freezing. Yeah. It's optimal. So, it's... Optimal, optimal living for me and Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at one point, he gets, in a, he gets in, like, a bath of ice. Yeah. Pour ice on him. I'm thinking to myself, get, move over, man. Yeah, fuck. Make some room. Yeah, I'll pay it. Like, so, so like, cryo chambers. Good lord. You can see all the, all the air, the cold air. Mm. Mm, cool air. I'm, I'm distracting myself with all this talk of air conditioning. Fifty later. I can't wait to go home and turn my air conditioning. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's. I mean. I mean. That's pretty much the gist. You know. He's using this fluid. He's killing people to stay alive. He's. Uh, you know. He's. He needs the spinal fluid to constantly pump into his fucking spine. We here at Blade are very excited for fall. I'm ready for the yeah. cool air. I mean, my window's <laughs> open, but we're not getting. We turned that fan off. I mean, I put that fan up there. We we'll get it. We yeah, get well, a nice. I'm gonna die right now. We could put it back have, up if you I want. Have all good. three of my windows just open right now. When I go home, it's gonna be so fucking cold. I can't wait. You know, I think Ernie might about, die about a week from Tasting and get like 63, like high. Well, it's it's supposed ah. to, to. I think Saturday it's supposed to be like 85 again. Well, no, like Friday. Yeah, it's Saturday, be like 80 during the week when it has sucks. Been. We're back I'm, at it. I'm, I'm mad. Ugh. I'm mad. But then a week from today, smooth sailing. Why is it like cool 49 at 49 degrees at night. Let it be cool at night. I wore a flannel to work on Monday morning. I just wore it and then I was like, this is nice. Like an unbuttoned God, flannel. So it's like the perfect that. temp. So All right, we're done with that though. I know. I just... Cool air. I mean, I, it had kind of, not a twist ending, I, but you know, it had like the um, I, well, screw so the ending. I mean, what, well, the main character was pregnant. Yeah, so I mean, you find out that she, you think that she gets oh, wait, killed. Oh, is that that one? Or was yeah, that yeah, yeah. That was you one. think that she gets killed? Oh, the last lady was pregnant too. There's two pregnancy oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I the redeeming quality of cool air, I would say, is when the doctor like full on melts. That was yeah, a pretty good the, gore scene. Only, to me, that was also the most poorly made section, except for that part with the. Uh, yeah, I mean, some the gore that, effects were pretty cool. The gore I think was incredible. Like, uh, yeah, I guess we can say at the very end, full melt. <laughs> yeah, he just he fully. Uh, yeah, because like he his wife comes out. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm getting. Him, that's, that's the problem with anthologies. They get them mixed yeah. up. You know, they blend together sometimes. So well, it's like living partner. Who like is helping him well, do she his was, like, deeds? In love with him, though. Yeah, she was in love with him. I, they might have been married. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, because like he, she would, he, he wouldn't fuck her. Smacking on the young pregnant girl. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's like literally a zombie who just looks yeah, kind he's of he's like his real body fucking her. Yeah. It's true. It's just a borrow. We're all on borrowed time here with our bodies. Yeah. yeah. Sense. Unless you can get that sweet, sweet spinal fluid just constantly that's, that's pumped true. back that's a good into point. you. Maybe he was trying to go for that sweet fluid. Yeah. Sweet spine juice. So yeah, I mean then his I don't know if it was the wife or living living like or Igor partner woman. She was Igor she partner. did she made yeah. it clear that she was like in love with him. Yeah, she loved him, but he didn't well, yeah, love her back. The girl. Yeah. Then, Which honestly, that was another thing. Now I mean we're jumping, but okay. Mm-hmm. So the girl got the girl that was pregnant gets shot. Mm-hmm. She shoots her in the back. Yeah, but then like it's still like alive like no, no, no. later to have a baby. That's the thing. She dies, but then the lady the the live-in partner 
uses the spine to say oh, they kept the doctor her? alive. So she's keeping her alive because, like, I guess, like, it's her way of sticking with the doctor. That's how I, I thought. Like, she's, like, yeah, keeping her alive because, because remember, the baby's in there, too, and she's like, I get the spinal fluid pumped so I can feel the baby kick. Yeah, so I, I think it's already, like it's a whole like oh yeah, weird motherly thing. Like I think that she kills her, but then re- rejuvenates her so that she can like re-animate. kind of have the baby. <laughs> yeah, re-animate. I'm trying to avoid. Yeah, I try. Yeah, because it's not a reanimated ripoff, but it is like yeah. you know, it kind of feels like reanimated. Yeah. But at the at the end of the cold, um, yeah. So the living Igor girl slam piece, what? she attacks the pregnant. You know, young co-ed. Yeah. And then for some for some goddamn reason, <laughs> at that point, the uh, the cold guy himself decides to just. Well, no, remember he got lit on fire or something. They like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because there was like a fire. Like, enough he, of this, and just like yeah, threw fucking yeah. chemicals. For some, yeah, because he yeah, got like she, she gets she gets the cold shot, went away. She was like, "You in, fucked him," and she and he's just like, "I can't deal with this." And then just chemicals, and then yeah. a fire. Chemical fires don't do good when literally you your body temperature can't get above like fifty degrees. So at that point, he starts to melt a bit. Even he gets away, and I think at that point he goes, "Okay, this has gone long enough." Yeah. So he just. How do you explain that? He rips himself apart. He rips himself apart from the outside, all like an onion, all the way in, man. There's yeah. not one layer of like <laughs> body yeah. is not ripped apart. He starts with the skin, which is really it's, oh, it's all this is really well done. This is a pretty you know amazing. It's pretty good. Uh, he starts off with the skin. Goes. This is '93. This is like you exposes know. his muscles no make short work of that rib no cage rip apart it, while he's ripping he's melting at the same time so yeah. you're watching him just decay at an accelerated mm-hmm. rate here he's ripping and it's melting gooey a lot of gooey a lot of juice a lot of, a lot of slime yeah. slime job. yeah blade job we were pro slime yeah. here a lot of slime it's a, it's great to watch because different just, type of slime than slime city slime yeah, slime city slime was very that's like that's like bonafide like Nickelodeon splat yeah this is more like this is like this uh, is like juice like like liquid you know body juice very similar to like mm-hmm. the Evil Dead like slime melt like when like the, when the they they melt at the end of that movie and even like um like Fright Night when the vampire melts like it's yeah. kind of like good it's like a good old fashioned like melt right down to the skeleton melt this guy just man it's like an onion layer by layer yeah. he just tears himself apart for my pleasure it's been it was fantastic to watch for my pleasure yeah. for all of our pleasures for I know pleasure. Ryan and I we watched a movie once called Body Melt and that <laughs> had some that had some good melts in it did too did you get what you asked for with that movie is it yeah. true that was, had tuna melts while we watched. That it. was a fun movie. That we had we had some I fun with that one. Maybe <laughs> we'll come to that again at some point. That's a fun movie. Underrated yeah, sandwich too. Like um, but yeah, so he melts and just, I think it's just I was kind of blown away by the the special effects for that. Th- that that's really great. the best part of that. It that is. it's the only good um, part. I'll say it. Segment I think I'll is it. is no I think I'm it is. I'm afraid. It, the rest of it is it was the worst of the three. Yeah. So I'll go ahead. I mean, I was just going to move on to the next one. I oh, yeah, the next... let's move on. So, the next one uh, is titled Whispers, uh, based on the Whisper in Darkness, which I, I, I was talking to Steve about this before we watched it. Like, I would say this is probably, like, in the, probably, like, one of Lovecraft's top five, like, most recognizable. This is one of the ones I actually had read before seeing it. Now, to interrupt you now, is this the tail end of the wraparound? Is that what this is? No, no, this is the whisper, so this is the top story. 
yes. This is probably my favorite of the three, just because it's just so goddamn. Yeah. And this one is so bizarre, and it so doesn't, bad. and it is really a, a very loose interpretation of the short story. <laughs> the short story is very, very different than what happens in this, but it kind of. Are there aliens? Yeah. Are there the, the short story is about the, the short story is about them pretty much discovering that there's like these kind of bat, kind of bat crab alien things that are like in, taking over people's brains. And that's what the short story is about. So this yeah. is kind of like... It's kind of the same like, thing. Like they sim- took in my mind or whatever. Yeah. And they showed the guy's brain. They were like flying vulvas. It was very weird. It was very... Like yeah. Now, like are there really cops bad. in the short story? Because that doesn't seem like... No, no, no. The short, story, the short story is very much like it's, Lovecraft. You know, it's, it takes place back in like the 1800s. Oh, and it's Bro- very like gothic. Like Brooklyn PD. Like yeah, discovering a fucking no, no, no. sewage. I can't imagine an H.P. Lovecraft writing a story about the NYPD. No, no, no. Flipping cars. I was like, this doesn't seem like... It doesn't seem right to me. The story is very good, though. I mean, it's one of the... It's very, like, spooky. It's very, like... It, it kind I of... I think it's one of the more convoluted stories, but I don't yeah. think it really matters much. I, this is obviously a showcase of the special effects rather yeah. than the actual story itself. And it keeps true to, like, one of the main parts of this... Oh, I guess... Well, kind of. But, I mean, one of the main parts of the story is that the, at one point, the main character talks to his friend who's sitting in a chair with his brain removed, and it kind of is like a shell of the person, and... It kind of loosely does that with her partner. In well, this. let's just kind of up to speed here. The movie begins with the, uh, the police chase. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, they get into exposition during the, cha- the chase. Her, well, yeah, her, I don't, uh, I don't really understand either. So the whole time they're chasing it, the guy's just like, "Yo, stop! Like you're she, crazy. You're driving crazy." Yeah, she's like, goes, "I'm pursuit of like a fucking criminal." Though. And then he randomly. Reveals. I should. I know we shouldn't have slept together. Again. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. he took off his seatbelt. He's like, "If you're gonna stop, you're gonna kill me." Like, yeah. What? He's like, "Slam on the brakes and send me through the." Window. I think he's I saying know, like, "You need to stop crash. because you're pregnant. And, like, you're gonna crash the car and kill the baby." I, it was. It was like it really kind of like rushed. Like, like you were yeah, saying, like, have a very we need to. Past. We need to get because this guy is not going to be in the story for very long. So we need to get as much dialogue and. Scene setting with him is out of the way possible. A weird mess of of of, <laughs> of exposition in this car chase. Ah, I shouldn't have slept together. Okay. So anyway, so that, so she the prophecy has been foretold because she crashes the car. Yeah, she rolls crashes it, it rolls, rolls it. it. Um, he gets dragged off, you know, from the car by the antagonist of the story, I guess, the unseen... I would say that we're meant to believe it's the Butcher, right? That's what this right. thing is called. And going back to the regular... And going back to the actual short story, you don't know who is, like, luring these people necessarily to be, like, have their brains taken. Uh-huh. Like, once you get once you get into the room, everybody's in there and they're all fucking, like, mind-controlled brainless, yeah. but you don't know who's ever bringing it in. So it kind of... I, it's very loose, but it does kind of follow the story. You don't really know who is doing it, and so it's turning these people into these brain monster crab. Her bat partner things. gets dragged off. She get now. I don't remember how the Christopher Lloyd looking Woody Allen character. Comes so this up. guy actually. So did you recognize him? He's um. He's he's. I only recognize. I only know him from one other thing. He's uh. He's the um, mortician from Return of the Living Dead. Ernie, who's like, the, I remember they put all the ashes in there, and like that's what goes up in the cloud, and that's what rains and makes all the other zombies in return. Does he have like a white coat with like a shirt? Yeah, and he starts turning into a zombie with the other guy. Like, they're sitting on the real? couch. Yeah. I think his name's like Ernest or Ernie, 
And he's from Return of the Living Dead. That's like one of the only other things I recognized him from. But yeah, he's How does like he a. Come into play? So he's, he just appears. Yeah, okay. like, <laughs> they're in this like weird she, warehouse. Well, okay, so weirder things happen. Yeah, the partner, the partner gets taken. Yeah. right. She gets out of the car and follows his like blood trail into this yeah. like, building. Right. While she's snooping around, this guy comes out of nowhere and it's just. Is he, like, was he a homeless? He, no, guy he kind of presents himself as a landlord or like a tenant. Like he yeah, owns. Yeah, the, I think yeah. he says he owns. I think he said something like, "Oh yeah, like." The butcher, that guy was me, Ren. I think he makes like a weird joke. Well, he keeps trying to talk like you know, like it's like the butcher does this. He takes people, and he puts yeah. them in here, or whatever. But she's at the same time, he's like trying to like arrest him. She's putting cuffs on him, and like, yeah. who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, yeah, well, the butcher kills people, and he brings yeah. them down here, and it's well, like, you know, oh, idiot. And then she started like helping her a little bit. Yeah. Well, he just kind of joins the party like an yeah. RPG, and uh, oh, I mean, so yeah, I guess. I, I I get very confused after this part because he just becomes a whole. So yeah, he kind of like like essentially like, like him and his like blind like wife or partner like. Do we see the, the his wife before later on in it, or is there? Yeah, you briefly see her because oh, yeah. like they're in I yeah, and then he he kind of leads her down into the caverns. See what the wife? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's the one with no eyes. Right, right, right. Right, but do you see her before she comes back later on? Yeah, you meet her briefly, I, I think, because well, she's think, like, "This is my." Husband. Well, they that all like he they go to this room, and that's where they he meets the wife, mm-hmm. and then he goes and like he's like setting something up. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah and then she's that. talking, and I forgot what they're saying. It's some bullshit conversation, and then he starts taking her to where the fucking thing is, oh, right. and the wife mentions it's like an alien. Right. right. Okay. The I butcher's an alien. Yeah. Right. Right. He's like, oh, did he tell you the butcher's that. an alien? And she's right. like, what? He's like, all right, follow me. So then, yeah, so he, they lead her to this, you know, cave. Um, it's like weird, like, underground, like, sewage, but, like... Lovecraft always has, like, just, like, caverns under every... There's caverns under every building yeah. in Lovecraft's like fucking, world. like, inside of a pyramid. All yeah, there's, like, always, like... Yeah. Okay, so she... They lead her down there. I don't remember what happened at that exact moment. They trick her into... They pretty much just push her into the hole. Okay, so what is yeah. She, she finds out that she's being duped and that she's getting put into the thing. Through other bullshit exposition. That yeah. Just, There's a lot of talking, like, before it gets, the, like... The whole idea for exposition... You know, the whole thing you want to do is show, don't tell. Yeah. This movie does not do that. So, okay, they're, t- they're going through this, like, labyrinth, right? They get to this hole. Mm-hmm. She sees the guy put on... Like fucking the like, rubber, suit, like rubber boot boots, covers, and she recognizes those are the same boots of the whatever dragged the partner out of the okay, car. Right, and right, that's right when now. she starts freaking out, like you took my partner. Where is he? Right. And right. then I don't know if he just like hits her or like clubs her. I think he just well, pushes her down the hole. Yeah, the, she the way the she's knocked into out. a hole. Yeah. The wife comes back at that point. Yeah. yeah. It pushes her down the hole. Yeah. So now she's stuck in the fucking like alien, in the alien den. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, and that's that's obviously the whole big reveal. And this, you know, it's me and yeah, and this is where it gets very like love, like a big theme of Lovecraft of like what's like like kind of portraying how people like lose their mind, like the idea of like madness and like what's real and what's real, like what's is she really in this pit? Like is she she really? She saw her. Yeah, she saw like her partner. And then it was like weird shit was happening. She just like kind of like just fell over and just like closed her eyes and was like, yeah. no, no, no. She definitely and then she has a mind break and she just kind of covers yeah. in fear. But the whole yeah. point is that it's obviously a cavern of nightmares. Yeah. With these flying vulvas. Um, her partner literally has like his back of his head like cave, like scooped out yeah. with like a melon, sco- like a big melon scooper. 
he looks like a human ice cream scoop. Yeah, basically. Like it's just but, like so the whole point of her being in there is that obviously these they wanted to harvest her delicious, her sweet, her sweet spine, spine marrow. No, spine oh yeah, yeah, bone marrow. They want that sweet marrow. Yes. And obviously, I believe the flying vulvas drank the marrow because you can see that mm-hmm. they've got that. Crazy looking, like yeah, one had no like, wall or like teeth a leg on the fucking end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they I don't think that that's sweet. how a bone marrow works. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think well, there you is just one like shot where there was one shot where one of the flying vulvas is like slurping up that sweet goo, and it is white, which I think marrow yeah. is white. So he's literally like leg. holding like a leg, like it's a fucking like big gulp, and he's just like <laughs> yeah. I like I don't know. I, when I think of bone marrow, I don't think you like you could, like bite on like someone's bone and like suck the juice out. I don't think so. Either. I don't know. I think it's like I think it's almost like a jelly. I don't think this movie set. I don't know. Accurate. No, no. Well, I'm just, I'm no. just thinking out loud, but. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the whole point is that they want to harvest her, her, uh, her spine goo. So, um, obviously what has happened is that she comes across her, uh, her, uh, partner who has since has succumbed to that because he yeah. is He's basically fucked. his back. Is, I mean, obviously the back of his head is just gone. At one point there's a shot where you can see her through the whole yeah, through his hole in his head. If that makes any sense, like yeah, you can see through the back of his head, like out his like eye hole or like yeah. his mouth hole or something. I don't know what the hell hole it is, but um, at that point, I believe what happened was that the body was basically a puppet being used mm-hmm. by the. I don't think it was used by the vulva bats, um, but the point is that there's obviously a creature there as well that is yeah. used to harvest the sweet, you know, the nectar, the, uh, the sweet yeah. Nectar. So it's like you're kind of like you get your. I think you. The way I think it is like you get your bone marrow sucked, and then you like they take your. They harvest your brain, and then they like yeah, you become like, kind of another one of them, and like because remember like he one, becomes. Yeah, they find a huge one, and it's got yeah. his brain, and then the, the whole exposition. Ow! They've used my got my. He said his mind. They stick yeah. in my yeah. mind, which is oh, okay. Fair enough. Ow! Oh, they 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 took my mind, and then they have well, a brain in the. In the belly. With I was the saying, you know what that reminded me of? What? The fucking uh, Annihilation, like the bear. Yeah, we, we need to see that movie again. I need to see it again. It's be like yeah. 20 fucking times. Did you ever see that movie or no? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. To me, the movie is great, but the last like 20 minutes is my favorite by far. Okay, I thought the well, I'm gonna go see great. it. I'll see it when but it comes out. But the bear essentially is like that. Is the same. You know what I mean? Like yeah, To me, it's, it's like the same thing. It's yeah. like what's ex- left existing of you is just like your fucking pain and torment yeah. and you know it's like yeah. only like yeah, the screams yeah. this movie sounds like it might have been inspired by Lovecraft everything's inspired by Lovecraft anything with a monster <laughs> anything anything with like a weird space monster is essentially Lovecraft so I mean that's really kind of it obviously yeah, well, he's kind of so the partner's fucked yeah. Oh, yeah so, so she, she, so she. Well, yeah, but she, she has this like freak out, and she like screams and wakes up in a hospital. Right. And the lady, uh, like the blind wife, is like she acts She's like there it's her mother. The, it's yeah, her she mother. acts like it's her mom. Yep. And, they, and the, then other the other guy's the doctor. doctor. And then uh, she said like uh, your partner died or whatever. Yeah, you know, brain sorry. dead. We, we thought he'd be ne- wanted to put him, put him next to you. Well, and the then she point, like, yeah, looks over is, and he's fucked. The whole point. It all snaps back into reality. She wakes up post crash and she just went to the hospital from the crash and she thinks oh your my partner didn't make it yeah right. he said like you were knocked out for like, a couple days or something yeah, like that. from the crash um so you think oh it's all a dream uh and then it you know yeah, it's no not, it's no. a horrible living waking nightmare yeah the partner's there fucked she doesn't have she's missing an arm and both legs yeah which they of course want to use for that 
And her baby has been sure. sucked out. I don't know if that was part of like a, the fever dream or if that was part of no, her that was losing real. her mind. I think, I think yeah, that like was they, real. Like one of the, the baby into the one of the, the brain aliens. bat things. No, had it was a the woman. Yeah, but wasn't she a brain bat the whole time? Well, I think like the woman and the husband were like the like lead alien go to. Yeah, guys. I think that they. I don't I mean, know. They were just like breeding other aliens. Because at times she's like laying there and she's like fading in and out and like she's seeing them over her. Then she's seeing like the brain thing. So it's like, it is very like surreal. Like I, th- I think the humans were the ones that were like breeding the aliens. I think that they are too. They're kind of mm-hmm. like the like she was essentially like the queen, I guess. Yeah. Because it was like birthing inside them. Yeah. And that's kind of If you've read the short story, the humans kind of act as like the Mr. Noise, who is like a very scary character in the in the novel, novella. And he's the one who brings the people in. And he is kind of like human, but he's like off, like a almost like a men in black where he's like just like gorky and like not quite right. Human but off. So <laughs> got it. <laughs> um, and that's kind of it. She just ah screams and yep. then ends. Not so, a happy ending. Ends uh, in just a waking funny. nightmare for the rest of your life. That's how Lovecraft really should be. I think it should always end in yeah, just and madness. She had, a, she had a revolver with six rounds and a double barrel shotgun, and she never used any of it to kill herself. So she's a fool. Her, her fatal yeah. flaw was yeah. that she as soon as I found that fucking pit of just like fr- like just friends and bodies and all that shit, all like bats. just shoot yourself. What the fuck? I I, it would have taken me seconds to realize that. As soon as I fell in the hole, I would have fucking. Like, That's it. I'm good. The, the second arrow. I walked underground to that fucking like labyrinth, I would just fucking kill myself. All I'm saying is that if you're dead, you don't need. Kill your... yourself in the car crash. In the car. <laughs> if you're dead, you don't need your spinal fluid. So by all means, go ahead at it. You know. Yeah, just like don't be alive. Or like, why? Yeah. Why did they just like kill her first? They're just like they had like. Everything they had to do while Maybe she was alive. Maybe spinal fluid is good when you're yeah. alive. You ever had spinal fluid when someone's still alive? Maybe it's no. incredible. I almost did a fucking bone marrow transplant. That oh, was shit. Fucked. That's dark. That's fucked up. I tried bone marrow once <laughs> at, like, care. a fancy restaurant. It was, like, an appetizer. No. Take that shit out of your fucking dude. They, that thing's so fucked. That you can donate marrow. It's a whole different... It's, like... Yeah, it's it was gonna be for my cousin, because I was, like... I think it's... like, two of my cousins were tested. Probably. I've heard it's painful. Matches, but, well, yeah, it's, yeah it, like, it is. I heard it's really it's fucking painful. It is, yeah. It's, it's like, like a thick fucking needle, and yeah. they just, like... You're taking, like... It's almost like a spinal tap. It's like a reanimate... It is a spinal tap. That's what it is. That's what it's called. It's fucking, like... It's, no, I it hurts. Spinal tap because it was just basically just like in, it's like I had to go under for surgery and the spinal tap is when they put the ejected the the night night juice into you from your spine. I think that yeah, was but I think tap. that's what the same thing is. Like they just like um, they go into the same spot, right? But they like, yeah, suck shit out. They suck shit out. They stick like a needle like into your fucking spine almost. Yeah. yeah. Is the spinal tap? Have they... you ever seen? Wait, have you ever seen the fucking uh, um, Edward Norton Hulk with the abomination? Is that a spinal tap? Well, no, but they fucking they gave fucking what's his face Roth a fucking like needle in the in the in, fucking what back. Movie? The Hulk with Edward Norton. Oh, I never saw that one. Final. What? Oh. oh my god, you it gotta is see the, it. The only Marvel movie technically that I've never seen. Is you should. Did you see the Eric Bana one? No, I want the Ang Lee one. God no. I'm, oh my god, I'm what do you mean, I'm, God no? No, that's like the, the only time you could ever see Hulk like fucking jump a Grand Canyon. The so older yeah, Marvel movies awful. are low key pretty. Okay, awesome. I have seen that one actually because the CG for the helicopters alone is terrible. Yeah, he's like standing on the street in fucking oh, San Francisco, and terrible. he's like taller than all the fucking buildings. Yeah, garbage. 
It was it was ahead of its time. Who cares? Superhero movies. Who cares? But the Edward Norton. The Edward superhero movie. movie. This is a superhero podcast. The I'm putting Edward my foot Norton down here. was actually really good, but yeah, and there's a scene where like they fucking spinal tap. I think I think it's fucking Ross character. Okay. They spinal tap him and he becomes like the abomination. Yeah. Like they you put a big ass needle in the. I, I'm just saying that's it's not. It's not. That's for the Patreon. That's for the Patreon. That's for the Patreon. So, uh, whispers ends. Um, and then we're back, you know, to the you know, the tail end of the wraparound segment, which yeah. to me it seems it seems very Sam Raimi the way that they do the special effects with that. Um, yeah, I basically, feel like that. I mean, the whole just I guess of the wraparound is that he he the guy I guess what's it's it's it's, it's HP Lovecraft it's Lovecraft it's, it's, he gets what he wants but it ends up being more than he bargained for. Yeah, he's well. What does they say like? Necronomicon comes with a high price. High price, and boy does, does he almost pay it. He doesn't pay it. Soul Stone. It's like the yeah, the Soul Stone. Yeah, that, that fucking ending was so. It was kind of weird though. He so like naturally just like kills that guy that it's like very weird to me. It's like the monk. Well, he's he's you know I mean you have to think about this. This is taking place in Lovecraft universe where he knows a lot of shit. He knows yeah, that this like, guy, this monk, is not a monk. He's a fucking like alien monk. Clearly, he fucking. I don't, well, I don't know if he knew that, he but still, kinda, I still feel like keeper your way to kill open. someone is just to fucking like rip their fucking like head clean off from like your mouth, like peel oh, it yeah. off, like. Yeah. That was just the like so out of the fucking way. Kind of a gatekeeper. Keeper the monk is yeah. He's not a human. He's like a some kind of like mythical thing because he squeezes through these like prison bars. Like he squeezes his yeah, head through. He like, it, like, <laughs> it doesn't like the guy in the first X Men when he yeah. gets through the prison. Remember that when he goes through, he comes out naked and he walks through the yeah. Coney Island naked in the first. Oh, the fucking senator guy. Yeah, he's like he's made of water or whatever. Exactly. And um, then once he, he gets his, mutant, once he gets his face ripped yeah. off. He continues to attack him. Now, so I mean, he's Lovecraft, clearly. Yeah, there's Lovecraft, no way he fucking knew it was an alien. Lovecraft. I don't believe that. No, I don't know if he knew he was an alien, but I mean, I think that like I don't. I think my thing. Like, I think like when he did like I think he went to maybe just like fuck with him and like gra- grab his face, but then I think he ex- accidentally like ripped the skin. He's like, oh shit, like no, you know, no, like the skin's no. not he on that time. Just yanks it back like no, no stopping. Yeah, but I don't know if he meant to rip his skull I think, over I think his. He, I, think he I don't. Did. Lovecraft is a very puny man. That's why I'm saying this whole thing is like fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's a crazy way to kill someone. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. Think, if he's like a monster hunter in like the story or something like that, like I'm like yeah. okay, if he's got like the fucking Ash personality, he's just like a fucking like oh Doctor Lovecraft. Oh, he's in a library reading a fucking yeah. book and he wants to read these sacred texts, and then he just fucking kills this like random dude by like pulling his fucking like head apart. But he doesn't kill him. He just rips his It would kill off. any normal person. That's, he's skull. not normal, though. He, he doesn't his... know that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think the exact same person. thing as you. I'm like, saying the same thing. Guy, I'm saying the same thing. What? Like, he went to go, like, grab him like this, <laughs> and then when he, like, pulled yeah, back, he, he ripped his skin off on accident. Not on accident, but, like, it came off easier than he expected, I think. I don't think now, so. Now, hold on. I think I, he just I, fucking did that to kill the person. I'm assuming he watched this dude go to the bars, right? That too. I think at this I, point he, did. he knows that this is now no ordinary Well, well when the no guy was going to the bars, the fucking... The shit was coming, like, the black hole fucking monster was yeah. coming. And the, like, demon monster underneath that he was stabbing was, like, yeah. down I, I just, I don't He knew he was trapped. I don't think it's really possible that he did not know that this dude's obviously not who he says he, who he appears to be. 
I no, he, he knew he was like a. Monk. He was getting covered in fucking slime and shit, so he wasn't really like, paying attention to the guy coming through the bar. But he's the well, guy the said the guy says some details. The fact that he was the fact alone that he was the keeper. It of doesn't this fucking thing. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't All matter. I'm saying is that's like a fucking ridiculous way to kill somebody if you've never killed them. That's it's your true. first time, and you just like this guy's fucking attacking you, and you just like just like oh fuck it. <laughs> Just yeah, put his well, fucking I mean, jaw apart. Life or death, man. You know, maybe he watches all oh, that. That's fucking oh. nuts. This is crazy. So, but he rips to, the guy's clarify, face off. To clarify and then, the plot here. To, to call okay, to clarify you clarify the plot. The plot. <laughs> to clarify the plot. The plot. Obviously, he gets the book. He's always, he's always had the book. Um, there's a monster. I'm now making it more confusing. There's a monster underneath the gate, the grate beneath him. Do we remember why that was the case? No. So there's like a gate that's happen? like there's like a gate unlocking. Like I think like it's the longer the the, the longer the book's like out of that like safe. Mm-hmm. I think it's like just like being. It's like okay. So that, that's kind of the thing out. of the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon, like when it's in the hands of people, like it fucking like unleashes evil. Okay, so when it's so not locked away, it's like evil is happening. Fair enough. So he, so the monster attacks him. Up from underneath him, and then at this point, obviously the monk through the through the, the gate door notices that he's doing all this. Yeah, and, the hey, room has like a jail cell. Door. This yeah. is not not good for you. You know, don't do that. Yeah, it's bad news. And then he uh, Lovecraft himself takes his his cane is also a knife, also a big blade. Of course it is. So you know, maybe this is not his first time killing people, but that's all off screen. So whatever. I don't know. He stabs the monster, it explodes. It's cool. Good effect, because it just... It explodes, yeah. It explodes all over him. Um, And during this time... So, when he takes the book, it opens up... I'm assuming this is a gateway to hell. That's what I'm assuming it is. Yeah. The place that he takes the book from behind it opens up. It's like a portal. A lot of portals. The monk is essentially... He gets through the gate, through some stretch, Mr. Fantastic kind of way. And then at this point, he kind of summons this... this, I'm going to call the Supreme Being Monster... Is coming through. Well, I don't know the if portal. he summons it. I think that thing's just coming on its own. Well, it's coming because the portal's open. It's like, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, okay, I guess maybe not summons, but he knows it's, it's on its way. Yeah. And then that's when, of course, when um, Lovecraft pulls this Mortal Kombat esque, pulls his lips over yeah. his head, revealing just skull. Skull ish. Like, it's, again, great. Great uh, practical effects, and I don't know if that was all practical, but it's pretty good. I think it was because it looked. I don't know. There's the black, the black hole. Was it well. must have been because it was no, no but the oh, prosthetics. Yeah. I think were. It was very good practical effects because the creature coming through the, the doorway through hell is not. It was CG and it was awful, awful CG. Well, so the CG was. A, I thought it was like a bad claymation. It's because some of the it's some of the other things mixture. were like puppet claymation. It's a but... mixture of claymation, stop motion, and CG all in one go. God bless the early nineties. It's very bad. So, which is why I think that the, the face ripping is all practical. But I mean, that's really it. Um, he he escapes. Well, hold on. I didn't oh, jumping ahead. Uh, Lovecraft dupes. You know, does a kind of a juke to get um, the monk, who's now talking. You know, he looks like a friggin' Doom character. He, yeah, it looks like a fucking, like, Cenobite. The creature from hell comes out, apparently has no pre- pre- you know, prejudice, because he just goes right for nah. the monk. Well, he's got to pay with his life, so he's life, right. one life. He's just hungry, yeah, and he needs to just eat a soul. And the monk, uh, he's toast, he's out of there. He Actually, the monster socks appears to be his brain stem included out of him yep. leaving his skin line there. Pretty cool effect. Yeah. And then he, he's satisfied, he's happy, he goes back and is saying, 
And then because of that, Lovecraft is able to escape. Scott free. Scott free. Well, he brings the Necronomicon. Which he is brings the Necronomicon. He reveals it. He leaves the the place. Goes into a car, which I guess has been waiting for him the whole time. For also, I realized I just read that Brian Usna plays the cab driver. Oh, okay. So the director is the cab driver. Uh, I forgot where he wants to go. It doesn't matter where he goes. Home. Home, please. And then take off. And then he. Slyly reveals that he he brought the book with him, which mm-hmm. seems to be a bad idea to me because knowing what has yeah. just happened because of the book. But then again, the hellish creature, supreme being, has claimed his uh, sacrifice. Right, and that's pretty much the movie. Yep, yeah. it just kind of ends. Roll is, credits. A happy ending, I, I guess. I mean, pretty yeah. much he got the Necrocomicon, and then he wrote the rest of his fabulous short stories. So I mean, I'd say it's pretty happy. <laughs> Thus, ending. Impacting all of horror storytelling. For yes. Her, so this is like this is like a this is kind of like a weird Lovecraft like pre like prequel like it kind of explains it's the, or, it's the origin the story. story of Lovecraft. It's the origin story of, 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 of you know, Lovecraft. So it's where he learns all of his weird knowledge that he you know it's you know real. So I think to me as it goes on the movie gets better because of, I guess what I guess. I don't like the movie, but I like it just the effects in it. The effects are pretty. The effects are pretty cool. Admit here, so I just like the more effects and the more zany it gets, the more I like it. So yeah, Um, that's pretty much the whole idea of the movie. I mean, it's a quick note on anthology movies in general. Have you guys seen VHS? Yeah, you seen the the one and two? Yeah. Well, yeah, the third one was garbage. Oh yeah, well that's that's VHS. That's like a internet DVR. The first one was really good. Yeah, yeah the, the, the first second one was okay, but the, the second first one was too. really good. Well, I mean, the second one you've got, well, you got it, you got uh, Gary, you know, Gareth Evans, the director, he did the Raid and the Raid Two. Yeah, he did one that's really fucking good, really good. Uh, that one. That's the thing. I think anthologies like there's no, usually there one pretty good set. Like there, I, I mean, there's probably some other where it's just like all shit, but. Anthology movies are only as good as the directors yeah. who bring in to make them, which is why VHS, you know, some are not great, but then some like the Gareth Evans one, that's the one that takes place in the um, the psychiatric sort of... Uh, oh, comedy, yeah. Which is very similar to his new movie. His new movie coming out in, like, a couple of weeks or a month and a half or whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, did you guys see the ABCs of Death? I have. I have, again, I'm watching a, a lot of very, very well, when short. You have, when you have 26. Yeah. Some of but there's some great. very good stuff in there. Did that you see I the really one? Like. My personal favorite from that one is one that's claymation about the bathroom. Yes, the claymation one is great. Yeah, I that's a really I think good I'm one. Watching you, that you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, so it's, it's, uh, all of those are on Vimeo separately and as like what three minute videos. You, can just, you just do ABCs of Death Bathroom. It's a really it good one. It might be T for Toilet or something. I don't know. It's really good. That's by far the best thing. Yeah, like horror anthologies have been a thing since you know the Twilight Zone. I mean, that's one of the original kind, of, and that's I mean, it's an anthology television series. You could but I mean, argue that that's probably the best example of it. Too. Yeah, and like the Twilight Zone movie. I mean, that's like I put into a movie, but it, it, you know, on our uh, past life of this, you know, we covered kind of some more amicus horror, which is like seventies anthologies, which mm-hmm. are you know, Tales from the Crypt. Um, mm-hmm. Was that seventies Tales from the Crypt? No, we even been late sixties. Tales from the Crypt? No, no, I'm sorry, not Tales from the Crypt. I feel like that's the... like 90s at the very earliest. No, 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 what am I thinking of? It's not Tales from the Crypt, it's, uh... It's the Twilight Zone. What was the, the what was the original Big Amicus Horror one that we... Not, we didn't watch it, but it was... I think it was... No, I, t- I think it was Tales I, from the I could be wrong, I just assumed Tales, Tales from, from the, the Crypt, Crypt was always more... It was like a Romero thing, but... Oh, I thought it, I think it is Tales from the Crypt. Okay, I'm probably wrong. I just always assumed, obviously, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong about that, but... But... I've been wrong in the past. 
I, I might I might be wrong too. I know that you think I know there is the Tales of the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt, um, with Romero. But I thought there was the original Tales from the Crypt from like the early seventies that kind of sparked all of the. Um, we'll do some research remakes. on that after this, I guess. But um, but yeah, I mean horror anthology, sci-fi anthology. I mean, even look at like today, like some of the best well, sci-fi horror. Everywhere now. Yeah, like, like not even just horror, but just anything. They all we got American Crime Story with uh, yes. OJ and then. Uh, uh, what the hell is that? It's a good designer's name. Oh, Giant, Versace. Giant Versace. Dude, yes. yes. You know, it's very good. I have. Uh, I oh, I've seen the OJ. OJ is some of the best TV I've ever seen in my life, and Versace is very good. Very yeah, good. and I mean, I look, look at, like, the original, even Carpenter idea of and having the Halloween anthology that didn't pan out. You should watch, and I should finish watching um, Channel Zero on Shudder. Yes, Channel anthology. Zero is a great anthology. So um, what's the one I'm thinking of on Netflix that's the sci-fi one that's has some horror in it? Netflix um, Science Anthology. Oh my Shit, god. you're right, I should know this one. What? I'm drawing a blank, but it's, you know, it's the hot yeah. thing right now. Everybody's talking about it, and clearly I can't is a really good draw anthology. a blank on it, but... But yeah, horror anthology, sci-fi anthology... Oh, Black really Mirror. Well. Black Mirror, yes. These all work, like... You know, sometimes horror and sci-fi works in these shorter segments, you know, mm-hmm. really well. And you don't need a fucking 90-minute movie to get be scary. Just to, um, just to wrap up here, yeah. I mean, so... Obviously, Lovecraft is a huge influence on horror and a lot of stuff, really. I mean, yeah, I mean, you look just Google Lovecraft horror film, like, or just Google like Lovecraft like influenced. I mean, you'll get everything. Like, I've heard people like, I've read articles and reviews people who are talking about like you know the Alien franchise is Lovecraft influenced by Lovecraft, and obviously the thing like because Lovecraft's big thing too is like combining like sci-fi space with like black magic okay so anytime something like that could kind of cross over you kind of have like a lovecraft and now when i think of lovecraft and this is in the past i think of like now maybe because i have memories of like these call of two of cthulhu like mm-hmm. games growing up in the past i think of like you know um how do i explain this basically like 19th century um haunted house kind of um shit i guess it's kind of how it is like yeah like, not like house and haunted hill but like having the lantern I, I guess i guess my problem is i'm thinking about one game that i played back in the day it's kind of like a love, yeah. hp lovecraft game and it's about that kind of ins- going insane in a yeah. you know um you know right a a haunted house Wait, what game uh boy i don't i have to look it up i know i think it's i know that you're it's talking classic about classic yes pc game uh, I'll, the, I'll the show it. I, you know, I feel like I know what you're talking about too. Yeah. Um, and I feel and like that's I kind of before this was kind of my only idea of what Lovecraft wrote about was sort of you know, colon not colonial. It's a little bit more in between now and colonial. It's like just after Victorian. Victorian. Like, it's Victorian age. Yeah. When, I, when I think of horror. when I just think Lovecraft, I think of just like Jack the Ripper time with yeah. monsters. That's yeah. Victorian. That's pretty much yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it's like it's yeah it's crazy because you also got like giant monsters like fucking Cthulhu. Like, it's very, like, interesting, like, how... I think how... was probably his most popular... Probably. You know, his, his idea that is, you know, uh, lasted the longest, I mean, with South yeah. Park and all that. And, I mean, in his main... I mean, I think, like, he... A lot of his... I mean, just another offshoot, not necessarily into horror, but, I mean, you know, all of his kind of... The world he creates is, is the Arkham world, which, you know, obviously was adapted into Batman and stuff like that, which, you know, the Arkham Asylum whole playing into... 
Lovecraft's, like, just... A lot of his stuff is, like, you know, you see a giant monster, like, maybe it doesn't kill you, but it makes you fucking crazy. You know? Like, you saw, like, something that, like, humans can't, like, comprehend. And then it, you're never the same from it. That's, like, a big yeah. theme of his shit. Like, you um, know, if you saw... If you were on a fucking cruise ship and you saw Cthulhu, like, fucking a fifth, like, 500 miles away... You'd be like scarred for life. I would just want to swim to it. No, it would, yeah, I want it to become he'd, me. He'd be crazy. I'll like, sacrifice myself to become. But, but like what you're saying, like like that's a very like a classic like. Alone in the dark is also a video game. That's like that. I, mm. I wasn't what I was thinking of, but that's a good example of it. But yeah, like, like, like Lovecraft, I feel like it's, like, a lot, like, yeah, like, the haunted house, mm-hmm. and there's, like, weird shit in the house, and it's, like, maybe it's ghosts, but then, like, there's always, like, that under cavern layer, where there's, like, monsters of, like, that are, like, like, sunken ships, yeah. like, horror, and, you know, involving sunken ships, that kind of, um, yeah. you know, setting, I guess, you know, because he was writing, going up against the, you know, jagged rocks beneath this whole yeah. thing. You know, I'm being scatterbrained about it, but that's kind of what I had in mind. Because most of his writing was, like, 20s, 1920s, 30s. So, you know, whatever, I mean, that's not much, that's not too much uh, earlier than, you know, Tolkien. And But it's after, like, it's after all of, like, the big horror, like, Shelley, um, Bram Stoker, like, and then even, like, H.G. Wells. Like, it's after all of that. It's an interesting time where it's, like technically modern i mean he was writing most of his stuff in like pulp magazines are you thinking of eternal darkness when you thought about the game i was thinking of maybe is okay. it a pc game no it's game eternal game. death slayer 3 i don't Close know enough. you know what game that's from no grandma's boy I don't know, but yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure there's a whole list of uh, Lovecraft games. Yeah, Lovecraft games, Lovecraft movies. There's a fucking Lovecraft RPG called Call of Cthulhu, which I've heard good things about. So, um, yeah, I mean, the guy, like, I feel like he's one of the like, I mean, the most influential people on in horror ever. He's like the he's like what Tolkien is to fantasy. He really is, and in 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 in, in, in a weird Edgar way. Poe po too. He's not really. I guess I wouldn't really call him horror, but more of like Victorian guy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think you get Lovecraft without Poe, because yeah. a lot of I'm sure Lovecraft was heavily. In yeah, I mean Poe. that's about like what like fifty years earlier. So that was Poe. Yeah. Or yeah, so you don't get Lovecraft without Poe. Lovecraft really brought the sci-fi and weird mind shit to it, so. God love him. He was a weird dude. He died that, fucking really young and poor as shit. Yeah. Nobody like Malnutrition uh, from colon cancer? It wasn't colon yeah. cancer. It was a, a certain cancer. Um, so overall, I liked the movie. You know, I liked some segments better than others, and that's kind of part of the course for... Uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of mythology, but... but. I liked it. Uh, the practical effects were probably the best we've seen, I, I'm going to say. I, I think it's by far the best we've seen. Unfortunately, I think that's kind of the best part. Well, of the I, okay, I still think the Prowler was fucking better effects-wise. Really? I thought it was a little more subdued than that, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. Gross to me, 100%, like, when the guy got stabbed in the fucking hand, like, that looked like shit. But, yeah, yeah but I, mean, I think like the like, full melts and stuff, like, I, mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it can't be beat, personally, but... Hopefully we can beat that. The Prowler was more realistic, Violet. The Prowler was way more realistic. This was definitely, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, you know, Lovecraft, surreal, goofy, you know, pulp, almost pulpy gore and violence. 
How it should be. So I think I think this is our longest episode by a little bit. So yeah, I, I figured it would be because you know we had yeah. we had a lot to cover. We had to cover wrestling. We had a fucking live show we were at. That's a big deal. And uh, anth- I mean, anthology episode is going to be long, anyways, because you got to cover each fucking segment and talk about it. So right. I think yeah. All right. Um, give us good reviews, preferably good reviews. If you give us a dollar on Patreon, we'll do whatever the hell you want at this point. Yeah, so. give so, us a dollar, give us a DM, drugs. and, you know, maybe we'll do something. I don't know. Other than that, that's it for us, so, uh, you know, peace out, however you want to say goodbye. All right. We always say a different way to say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks.